My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Hallelujah. Anytime, anywhere. Amen. I'm going to live my life so that I can be meat for the master's use. Praise God. That's King James version of what my sister and my brother are singing for us and encouraging us how to be who we ought to be in Christ. Hallelujah. Can someone say in Christ? Not in this world, in Christ. Amen. If any man, if any woman be in Christ, they are what? They're new creatures. I thank God today I can speak. I can, I can, there'd be new creatures standing before me because we are in Christ. Hallelujah. Being able to be used by God today. This is what makes the difference. And this is what gives us the victory. This is what gives God the glory. Praise God. Amen. Because you go forth into this world and we make the difference every step that we make, knowing that our steps are ordered of the Lord. I thank God today, praise God. Hallelujah. And this is why we rejoice. This is why we use the instruments, why we're clapping, we're singing. I trust at home you're standing and you're rejoicing with us, praise God, because of who we are. Hallelujah. It's not how we came into this world, but after being born again, it's who we have become because of Christ Jesus. Praise God. And this is what makes a difference in our lives. And we get, again, we give God the praise and give God the glory. Praise God. This is not formation from a, or a degree that we've received or a scholarship that we've received from some from some educational institution. This is words of spirit and of life uh, which has transformed us. Hallelujah. Praise God. A mind which has been renewed. A heart which has been replaced. Uh, praise God. This is how God operates. This is how God, amen, set his plan into motion. And I thank God today that where, wherever you are at, listening to me, praise God, nothing has changed. God's plan has not changed. Praise God. This is what takes place in my life. This is what takes place in your life as we come to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise his holy name. To be found in his hands. I thank God. Praise God today that we have, amen, received from God this spirit. That we have received from God, amen, this heart and this mind. Amen. To move forward. To go in a direction which leads into life. Amen. Jesus Christ came into this world to give us life. And that we may have life more abundantly. Praise God. Amen. John the Baptist pointed to him. He says, hey, there, there is the Lamb of God, amen, which has come into this world to take away the sin of this world. Praise God. Amen. So where, where Jesus is, there's a difference. Amen. A funeral procession was changed. Amen. It's completely the opposite when Jesus says, hey, young man, rise up and walk. Praise God. So the mourners, amen, the, he was able to stop their mourning. Hallelujah. Amen. I was mourning because I was sin. Couldn't get out of it. 
They couldn't get out of the mess that I was born in until Jesus came. And this is why today I give him praise and I give him the glory and I give him honor for what he has done. Praise God. Hallelujah. My name is Lincoln. This is a live stream coming from the house of God here in Montreal. And I trust that you've been blessed, amen, with a couple of the courses that my brother and my sister have played for us as we are able to uh, come once again, amen, to be gathered together. Jesus said, where there are two or three gathered together in my name, there shall I be in their midst. So I thank God where you are at, you are at where you're listening right now in your houses or wherever you may be, there's a few people here in front of me, but at home because of this technology, we're able to come together. And I, again, I welcome you into the presence of God. We're going to go into the word of God. We're going to be reading verses, passages of scriptures from the New Testament as well as the Old Testament, so it's important that you have a Bible. But before we do anything else, we're going to get ready to pray. We're going to go to God as the Bible uh, teaches us to do, in fact, as Jesus teaches us to do, and we're going to thank God. We're going to ask for our daily bread. Hallelujah for those of most of us here in front. Amen. And maybe even some of you listening, this is your second portion, your second time around. You're with us in French, and uh, so this is your second your second portion, your second meal of the day. Praise God. But if you're just joining with us, uh, again, I welcome you. Let's get ready to receive God. But before, receive from God rather, but before we move into that order of the service, we can give God praise. We can give God honor. We can give God glory. Praise God. Amen. So let's start by clapping your hands. Put your hands together and give God the praise and the glory. At home, do the same thing. Amen. Everyone here, we're on our feet. We're standing and we're clapping our hands unto God. So I'd like for you to do the same thing, praise God. If you may be, you may be asking the question saying, oh, well, why do I have to do that? Because the Bible says, the Bible says, clap your hands all you land. Amen. Well, why do I have to listen to the Bible? Because God, it's God's word. Amen. These are words that proceeded out of his mouth. So when God says, clap your hands... I make sure that I got two hands I can clap. When God says to praise him on stringed instruments, I make sure there's instruments with some strings. Amen. Praise him on the organ. Amen. Sing unto the Lord. Amen. With a, a new song. Hallelujah. Praise God. On the high sounding cymbals. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. What else is good? Serve the Lord with a dance. Hallelujah. There's something else. Praise God. To come into his courts with praise, to enter in through his gates with thanksgiving unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm going to have to check a few things. I'm going to get back to... Um, I'm going to start with Psalm 150. No, let's start with Psalm 100. So I'm already in the book of Psalms. I'm going to change scriptures just to make sure we're doing what we need to be doing. 100 comes to mind. Probably end up in 150. Probably stop by 103. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Amen. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. 
For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Hallelujah. Moving, turning the page to Psalm 103. There we go. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Reminds me of the teaching last month. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Praise God. We can continue reading that. I want to get to the last chapter. Bless his holy name. In Psalm 150. If you've got a standard Bible where you're turning pages, you can probably get there faster than pushing all these little buttons with one hand. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Amen. So we need, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. There's another scripture verse on how we ought to come to God. Amen. Not with you know, a low-pitched voice that's defeated before we even say the word, first word, mumbling under our breath. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Amen. As I just read, amen. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise. We just read in Psalm 103 that he made his acts known. He made his ways known to, to his people, to Moses. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Hallelujah. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and the organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. I'm reading from the last chapter of Psalm. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you're reading with me, let everything that hath breath praise God. That includes you at home. That includes everybody listening. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Everything that hath breath. So if you're breathing, amen, if you're laying on the undertaker's table, well, I, not much you can do. Amen. But if you're breathing in and out, inhale, exhale. If you have some breath, you better not be puffing on a cigarette. Amen. You ought to be praising God and giving him the praise and giving him the glory. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I trust that the music, the instruments, were, it was able to uh, encourage you to do that. If you haven't, well, maybe after we pray, we'll give you another few seconds just to catch up on some of that praise. Praise God. Amen. By praise, David said, he says, I will praise him every day. And then a few, few chapters later, he says, I'll praise him three times a day. And a few chapters later, David says, you know, I'll praise him seven times a day. Amen. Then a few chapters later in the Psalms, David says, you know what? Continually shall I praise my Lord. Praise God. So you can see, amen, where we ought to be. Praise God. And that's before Jesus died for sinners. Amen. We have a lot much, we have much more today to be thankful for. Praise God. I'm going to pray. Put your hands up. Let's thank God, amen, for the victory which we have today. Thank God, amen, for the blessing, praise God, which belongs to the children of God serving you today. If you have needs, the Bible says to give your, give your request unto God. Hallelujah. And through your prayers and supplications, make known your request unto God. When it's all said and done, then offer your thanksgiving. Praise God. So in a few minutes from now, we're going to be thankful. We're going to ask, knowing that by faith we receive, and then we are going to 
Give God our thanksgiving. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Such a holy name that we have today, praise God. We have no other name, so we come to you. We look up from whence cometh our help, Lord. Our help cometh from the Lord. And I thank God today to, to be found, not only in your presence, but to be found gathered together. However this technology is able to do this, I thank God that we can come together. We can testify. We can greet our brothers and sisters. We can receive. Lord, I'm praying for ears that are open today to hear the word of God as it comes forth, anointed by your spirit. In Jesus' name, we're going to make it hard for the devil to have his way because right now I pray that thy will be done, God. Amen. Our Father in heaven, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Praise God. It's not the will of the devil. Unclean spirits going about this land seeking whom they may devour. But I thank God today for power. Power, praise God. Amen. Over all the power of the devil. Power in our young people. Hallelujah. Power in each and every one of us listening today. Making a difference where we go. Where the, where the soles of our feet tread. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are coming in as we walk in the light we are coming in with the light and we stand before you today praise God to give you the praise the honor and the glory because before when we were in condemnation it couldn't be done but today praise God because of Jesus Christ because of the work which was wrought on Calvary there is therefore now no condemnation hallelujah no condemnation to them which are in Christ and I thank God for it for no condemnation, my brothers and my sisters, in Jesus' name, praise God. In Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, we're new creatures today. Lord, you've done a work and you've done a good work in the lives, praise God, of those that have called upon you. I'm not ashamed of this gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And I thank God today for the gospel of Christ. Hallelujah. To be found serving you today, praise God, because of words of spirit, and words of life in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank God for the message which we heard in the French language. And now a few minutes later, we're getting ready. Lord, I thank God for a mind that's going to have the, all the English words and our King James Bible will be able to quote and read from. In Jesus' name, praise God. Lord, I thank God for the strength and the endurance of my vocal cords to move forward and to present this message in a way that souls will be saved. That your name will be glorified. And I thank God today. There's no other reason that we are here. I don't know what anybody else is doing, but I have come to glorify the Lord. I've come to glorify your name. I've come to lift up. Praise. I've come to give you praise, and I've come to give you glory, Lord. I thank God today. Praise God. Doing anything else would be all done in vain. But I thank God for this blessing. Praise God to be able to call upon the name of Jesus Christ as our Savior. Praise God as our healer in Jesus' name. Praise God. I mean, I thank God for my sister, whatever storm, amen, has come against it in her foot, Lord, in Jesus' name, may she be re received deliverance right now in the name of Jesus Christ, praise God. I thank God for this blessing which belongs in her life to be able to walk and to be able to serve you with the healing which comes by the stripes of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus, praise God. I pray for my sister Helen, amen, the, the stability that she needs to walk, Lord, in Jesus' name. The flesh was hit upon, upon her falling to the ground, but in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray that she be relieved from all pressure, from all swelling, bruising in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Bless my sister with strength in her legs. Amen. Strength to keep her steady on her feet. Amen. That she be able to stand and having done all, just keep standing and shouting and serving God in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Any pain which has come from this accident in Jesus' name, I rebuke it now. Praise God that she be set free. Praise God. My brother and sister, whatever 
Amen. Cold or not feeling up to well. Amen. In Newfoundland and Lewisport, touch my brother and my sister that they be blessed with the word of God right now, that they know that the stripes of Jesus are making a difference in their life. I come against any germ and rebuke it now. In Jesus' name, praise God. I pray for my sister Nicole, the situation in her life right downtown Winnipeg. Praise God. I thank God today that there'll be order in her things, salvation, prosperity, amen, of the word of God in her life, in her family, in that household. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Souls that need to come. I pray for our children, our children's children in Jesus' name. Neighbors, amen. Those that have seen the sign, received the flyers, the pamphlets, knowing that as we lift up the name of Jesus Christ, I thank God today, praise God, that the Son of Man is being lifted up to draw, amen, as your word teaches us, praise God, draw all men, draw all women in Jesus' name, that souls may be saved before it's too late. Praise God. Young people, even adults that have examinations, they're studying, they're preparing to uh, to succeed in their courses and to pass their courses and their te- and their classes. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that they be blessed uh, with a good my sound mind to study. Praise God in Jesus' name and to move on to the next step in their life to be blessed. Praise God as we go forth today. Praise God. Glorifying you because what you have done in Jesus name praise God knowing that we can ask and that we can receive praise God now Lord as we get ready to receive your word I pray that every word today will find its way into good ground Lord, I thank God that your word is never, never, never spoken in vain, spoken for nothing. Praise God. There's a difference. Amen. Words of spirit and of life make a difference. I thank God today we're not here to live just by what shows up in our refrigerator, but we live by every word which proceeded out of your mouth today, Lord. And I thank God today that we have the liberty and the freedom to open. Praise God. To read, hallelujah, to know what thus saith the Lord, and to become a doer, praise God. I thank God for the doers today that make a difference in this world, praise God, as we do your will, thy will be done on earth, Lord. It takes my brothers and it takes my sisters to do your will on this earth, Lord. And as we do your will, souls are saved, souls. Hallelujah are coming, praise God, to the knowledge of the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And this makes a difference that we're confessing. We're not cursing, but we are confessors of the name Jesus Christ. We're confessing your name, not cursing your name, confessing your name, praise God. And this is what gives us victory. I thank God today, praise God, for victory in our lives, praise God. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I claim it for every single one of my brothers and sisters. If you don't, amen, by my faith, praise God, because I know it's there. I know it's clear. I know it's written. I know it belongs to us as we become partakers of your word, Lord. As I say it right now, I pray that everyone listening to me will accept it. Right now, in Jesus' name, praise God, the healing, the deliverance in their life. Praise God that we are able to get up and to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Jesus Christ has made us free, not again to be entangled with any yoke of bondage. I come against the spirits in this world. Yokes they are, bondages, but right now by the anointing of the Holy Ghost, they are broken. Amen. In Jesus' name, praise God. Set at liberty the captives. In Jesus' name, thank God for signs and wonders that follow the the anointed preaching of this word, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray these things. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and amen. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Well, now it's time for Thanksgiving. I asked in Jesus' name, be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Be blessed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God for the blessing. God said it. It's done. Certainly we shall see it come to pass. This is what the Bible says. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not quoting a politician. I'm quoting God, King of kings and Lord of lords. 
Hallelujah. Jesus said the words which I speak unto you. Amen. They are words of spirit and of life. Heaven and earth shall pass, but he says, my words, my words endure. My words are everlasting, and I thank God today. Praise God. As we speak forth the words, amen, they're words which are everlasting. Hallelujah. And I thank God today as you are made a partaker, hallelujah, of the promises of God in your life. By his stripes, I am healed. He was chastised for my peace. I thank God today I have peace, not which cometh from this world. It doesn't come from this world. It trans, it's, 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 it's above and beyond, praise God, that we can have in our lives. And I thank God today, praise God, hallelujah, that it belongs to my sisters. It belongs to my brothers, young and old, everyone listening in the name of Jesus, that they be blessed. Praise God. Blessed in Jesus' name. When the devil comes to curse, when the devil comes to destroy, when the devil comes to devour, I thank God that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world today. Praise God. Amen. Whatever weapon is being formed, it shall not prosper. Whatever condemnation is coming against us by what people are saying, even by what they're thinking, I thank God today it, be- it makes no difference. It has no bearing in our lives today. Praise God. In the name of Jesus, give God praise. Give God glory. Give God honor. In Jesus' name, praise God. Hallelujah. Show forth your thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Praise God. If your hands are still up, my very soul cries out, hallelujah. When I think of his goodness, hallelujah. Amen. By his stripes, ye were healed. So you put your hand up, say, well, you know, my brother, it still hurts. By his stripes, I'm accepted. Amen. If you need to convince the flesh, otherwise, say, flesh, you're not diseased. Flesh, you're not crippled. Flesh, you're not wounded. Flesh, you're not getting old. Amen. You're being renewed today in Jesus' name. Whatever organs, amen, that aren't functioning properly, God who made them from scratch, he can fix them up. And if it's beyond repair, he'll just give you a new one. Hallelujah. God's creator. I believe that. Amen. So receive it today. Praise God. Let God, amen, let the handiwork of his hands, praise God, do a work in you. Praise God. In your body, in your heart, in your soul, in your mind, in your thoughts, in your ways. In Jesus' name, praise God. This is what is going to make a difference in your life today. His name is, that's the difference. Right there, praise God. It starts with a new heart. God says, you call upon me. He says, I'm going to take out that heart. Can't deal with that heart of stone. I'm going to take it out. I'm going to give you a heart of flesh. Praise God. So change starts with God. Amen. Change starts with God. God wants to see that change. And we're going to read scripture today. Amen. That we're going to see what God did in your favor, in my favor. What God did with his son, Jesus Christ, what they did for you and I. Praise God. We ought to be thankful. Praise God. So I haven't heard the message yet. Be thankful. Praise God, because it's going to be good. Amen. So thank him in advance. Thank you, Jesus. All the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. Thank you, Jesus, for the work which was wrought on Calvary. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God for the blessing. Hallelujah. That you have given unto us today. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who 
whosoever believeth upon him, amen, shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world that the world may be condemned by him, amen, but through him, praise God, amen, the world may be saved, that we shall not perish. And I thank God today, praise God, that you've given us what is required, what is needed for us to leave condemnation behind, praise God, and to move into justification. We have a life where we're not condemned, but we have a life where we are justified by the power, amen, of Jesus Christ, which the work which was wrought on Calvary. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's what's coming. Amen. There's the opening line, if you would, if you're saying, do I, do I keep listening to this, to this guy? Yeah, keep listening, and this is what we're going to read. We're going to read scripture that will get you out of condemnation. Well, that's not what I hear in church. Well, you're going to hear it directly from the mouth of God. Amen. So if I'm weighing in the balance the word of God versus the word of the Pope or the word of uh, an archbishop or the word of I don't care who it is, Billy Bob and Rich Brug, doesn't matter what their names are. It doesn't really. God's word, amen, is way above. Hallelujah. Amen. A lot more potent. Hallelujah. I mean, I quoted a scripture in French and um, where speaking of the gift of God, it's, it's just unfathomable. It's unspeakable. We just can't. I'm looking for words to describe it, and I'm having a little bit of difficulty. This is how good God has been for you and I today. Praise God. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? Amen. One more time. Can someone else say thank you, Jesus? All the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus. As I give God thanks, praise God. As I give him praise and the glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. The thanksgiving which we ought to have in our hearts, if it's in your hearts, well, when you open your mouth, it's going to come out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you with me this afternoon? Praise God. Find a place that's comfortable for the next hour we're going to be in the word of God so get ready to read and get ready to be blessed praise God if you haven't had the opportunity the musicians will give you a few more seconds to clap to dance to shout and to sing and uh, whether you have spoons or sticks or whatever it is in your hands get something make some noise that is a joyful noise unto the Lord Thankful all the days. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you all the days. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you all the days of my life. Thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you all the days. One more time, rejoice. If you're looking for a place to get comfortable, make sure you have a Bible in your hands and someone can say, thank you, Jesus. Thank <laughs> you. 
repeat that last line. Thank you all the days. Thank you all the days. Thank you all the days. Thank you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for his mercy. Thank you, Jesus, for his grace. Amen. To the gift of God. You read that last verse in Romans chapter 6. It says, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The wages of sin is death. But God has a gift for you and I today. And I thank God today. That gift, praise God, is eternal life. Because Jesus came and he conquered the grave. Because Jesus came, and I thank God today, praise God, he was able, amen, to show forth resurrection. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Jesus says, I am the resurrection, and I thank God today, praise God. Not only he proved it with Lazarus, but a few chapters later in the book of John, he was able to prove it with himself coming out of the grave. Hallelujah. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? Praise God for what he has done for you and I. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to get ready to read the scriptures. We're going to go into um, the book of Romans and the fifth chapter today. If you're listening on Facebook, there's a description. And um, I'm not sure if the description appears in, on a YouTube channel, but there's a description on Facebook. Kind of let you know some of the scriptures. Gives you a taste of what we're going to look at. We're going to be in the New Testament and going into the Old Testament. We're going to speak of the unspeakable gift this is, we found this scripture in French in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 in the 15th verse. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. So I'm going to do, just give me a, a wee bit more volume. Yep. I'm, I'm going to um, do the best I can, though, to speak about it. This is where the Bible says it's unspeakable. Yeah, but I do have a few words in the arsenal of my uh, English vernacular. I did my best in the French. And uh, I'll be able to uh, communicate with the help of the Holy Ghost and his anointing the best we can. I want you to have a vision today which is different than what we can receive from the flesh. Because we, we, we've, we've all seen the pictures and the images and maybe we have not all seen, you know, the projections that Hollywood puts and they make some money by, you know, telling story, Bible stories. Uh, via via their film via film their filmmaking and such, and I still when you read the scriptures there's still something that is deeper spiritually speaking there's still something that is deeper there's still something that is that is it, it cannot be on the same level because it's not carnal first of all it is spiritual and I thank God that as we look at these scriptures today it gives us a complete uh, understanding and it gives us a perfect well perfect complete same thing but it gives us a a, a unskewed if you would um, understanding that if you're not condemned, you're justified, and if you're justified, you're not condemned. You, it can't have it. You can't be straddling the fence, and you can't be, you know, one foot on this side of the line. There's no line. There's no fence. Amen. It's an either-or um, situation as far as, as far as serving God is concerned. Last week, I looked at a scripture in the book of Malachi, um, I don't know if we read it or I quoted it, Malachi chapter 3 in the 18th verse. It says that we are going to discern, which is a King James word, or slightly, I, I think we all know what the word discern means. We're going to be able to discern between the righteous and the wicked. 
So we have two categories of people. Again, this is how God is God from the very beginning. Amen. God made a man. God made a woman. Two categories of people. You have a male that carries seed, and you have a woman that carries eggs. And he says, you come together and you multiply. You become one and you multiply. And this is how God, amen, put the, however you want to call it, the act of procreation into existence because he made a man and he made a woman. And he made us in, in his image. That's why the devil doesn't like you because you look like God. Amen. See, the devil had an image, and then he lost his image, and God kind of rearranged his image. He said, you know what? You're not going to walk. You're going to crawl. So the devil's not very happy that, one, we're made in the image of God, and this gives the devil every every, uh, reason to destroy God's image. He wants you to mess around with the way you and I have been made. Amen. There's, there's no, as I was saying, there's no in between. There's no fence. Fence. You're not straddling. You can't be in between things. God has given. He God. God made a plan and He put His plan in motion. And I thank God today. It is still a good plan, despite whatever science, despite whatever people may come up with. I thank God that the the when we read the scriptures through the Word of God, Hallelujah. We it makes points which are valid. It makes points which are validated. Or when when I quote scripture, it's validated by going into the word of God and having it confirmed by what thus saith the Lord. Amen. Because someone else can come along and they can say something and it may even sound good. Amen. Like we have the example of Eve. The devil came and she heard some words. And yeah, okay, let's, yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's, it's not only did it sound good, but it looked good. And she thought it might be, you know, it might do her some good. But she had to live with the consequences and they weren't very good consequences after the fact. Amen. So today, we need to be able to decide between what is good and what is evil, between what is light and between what is darkness, between what is God and what is the devil, because you're only serving one. You can't serve both. Amen. You're serving, you're serving the master or you're serving mammon or serving the world as the word that Jesus Christ used in, our, in the King James translation that I use. One or the other. So, and Thanks be unto God for this unspeakable gift. Let's read in Romans chapter 5 before time gets away from us. I've got a few scriptures that I'd, I'd, I definitely want to read today. And I thank God that you have joined with us. Praise God. So your prayers, your fastings are appreciated and they help along with your tithes and your offerings. This is what this ministry is all about. Jesus Christ and him crucified. Praise God. And today, when I begin to read from Romans chapter 5, we're going to be reading quite a bit. We're going into Isaiah chapter 53, so quite a bit concerning the death and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5, let's get into the Word of God. Share this link so that others too can join with us and we get in because reading the Word of God is good. It's good for your soul. Amen. As I said, these are words of spirit and of life. This is not a dead book. Amen. This is not a dead document. When I open up the word of God, I thank God that the blessing that I have is I can read life. I can attach myself and I can make myself be a recipient of life. Someone say life. Amen. I thank God today because of the life which, which I have, which we have received through Jesus Christ. It gives us the, 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 it gives us the difference of who we are and the difference that is being made in our lives as we 
go forth every day, whether you be in school, whether you be at work, whether you be on the way to school, on the way back home, it doesn't matter where you are. Jesus Christ said, I have come to give you life, so the life which you and I have today, if it comes from Jesus Christ, this is life. This is life that's worth living. This is life which Jesus Christ has come, and we're going to read what it took, the work which was wrought on Calvary, what it took for Jesus Christ today for you and I to have what we have received from God. Hallelujah. So Romans chapter 5. Thanks be unto God for this, for his unspeakable gift. So let's read. Romans 5. I trust you have your Bibles. I know that, as I said, my sister is going to post some scriptures in the comment section. That's good, but it's not good enough. You need a Bible in your hands. I appreciate my sister. As I said, get a Bible. Hallelujah. Make sure I'm reading correctly. Praise God. We need, to re- we need to read the word. We need to find out what God has said. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. Before I read Romans chapter 5, I want to I read something from Malachi in the first chapter. So find that last, well, Malachi chapter 1, so second last page in your Old Testament. I want to read... I'm going to read in, in chapter 1. I'm going to begin reading in French. I began reading from the 6th verse. So Malachi chapter 1 and the 6th verse. It says, and I'm reading from the King James Bible. So if you, have that, if you have that version, you'll be reading word for word. He says, a son, this is, listen, a son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Who's talking? I'm still in verse 6, Malachi 1. Saith the Lord of hosts unto you. Uh Uh-oh. He's not addressing the Catholics or the Pentecostals or the Baptists or the Mormons or the Jehovah's or the the Mohammed's, the Islam, or he's making a a a general address, if you would. Amen. I know this chapter begins, amen, talking to the Levites. A lot of people put this off. Ah, oh, that's the Levites. Them's the ones that are gonna no, the Levites are the servants of God. They were put in charge with serving God on behalf of all the people. Well, today, amen, there is no behalf of all the people. There's you and there's me serving God. Discern the difference. Same prophet that prophesied and said there's a difference between the wicked person who wants nothing to do with God, the wicked person who is not serving God, and there's a difference between the person serving God. We looked at it last week where a man was given a, a portion, or actually 10 men were giving this, given the same portion, and some men were able to bring, bring profit to their master. Some men were able to be profitable with what they had received, and others didn't, didn't do anything. They didn't use it, so they lost it. This is the teaching. If you missed last week's teaching, it was different. It was powerful. It was encouraging so that we may be able to be doers. Amen. It encourages us and kind of pushes and prods us into the direction that we may be doers because God is talking. He said, if I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of hosts 
unto you. You're the ones who are supposed to be serving. You're the ones who are responsible to bring your tithes and your offerings into the storehouse. Now, it's you and I today. Amen. There was a group of people under Mosaic law. Well, they had a certain group of people. If they were born under the, you know, under, under the family tree, if they were they're born under the, uh, the, the, well, the 12 tribes of the tribe of Levi, then they had certain responsibilities to do. But today, I'm not going to entrust my soul in the hands of anybody. I am responsible. I stand before God. Thank God for the mediator, Jesus Christ. But the day I stand before God, you're not going to be able to help me. Amen. And I'm not going to be able to help you. I would if I could, but it doesn't work that way. Today I can help you. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. So I'm trying to help you. I'm actually begging. I'm beseeching you, as Paul said. That's Romans chapter 12 in the first verse. And I, I quote that verse because I beseech you, I beg, amen, make your decision today. It's time to decide, to, amen, to, to, to do away with fornication, to do away with adultery, to do away with things which pertain, which keep you attached to this world. Lest by the judgment of God, there be condemnation reigning in your lives unto death. Amen. This is what we read, Romans chapter 5, verse, 9, verse 15. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. So what he's saying is, the free gift is not like the offense, not the same. These are two different things. And they are diametrically opposed one to the other. They may have certain similitudes, but they accomplish the, the result the result at the end is completely different. One ends in death, the other ends in life. So I think some of you know what direction we're going to take. I don't know if I'll spend more time today talking about life or talking about death, but either way, somehow in my spirit, I would to God that it would persuade you, encourage you, give you the mind and the heart and the soul, amen, to press toward that prize, amen, that mark rather, for the prize, which is life. Hallelujah. That goal which is before us is Jesus Christ, which is life. Romans 5 verse 15, but not as an eternal life while I'm at it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's not forget. Serve an eternal God. We have eternal life. But not as the offense. Verse 15, Romans 5. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. Those two aren't alike at all. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more, someone say much more. If you can underline that in your Bibles, underline those two words, much more. The grace of God, someone say much more. Someone else say much more. Much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man Jesus Christ has abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. Again, two very different things. Two opposites. They oppose each other. Again, one leads to life, one leads to death. Which one are you going to choose today? You can't have both. Amen. You look at one man, we're speaking of one man by the name of Adam, who disobeyed once. There was one sin, one disobedience. And the Bible says, by that many be dead because of his disobedience. That's what happens with sin. 
Much more the grace of God. We're talking about the grace of God today. We're talking how to get out of condemnation over into justification. The law is the law. And we, we read last week where Paul wrote to the Roman church. He gave us the teaching that even from Abraham to Moses, Abraham was brought under the covenant But from Abraham to Moses, there was no law. They still died. They still were dying in their sin and their trespasses, living a life of disobedience. They needed a way out. And the way out comes with Jesus Christ. The way out comes by Jesus Christ. Amen. So before, when there was a law, before Moses received the law, after he received the law, sin was still sin and there were still people running around in complete lack of respect, lack of obedience. They were, listen, verse 16, and not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment by, for the judgment was by one to condemnation. So we're not going to change judges, but we're going to change judgments. Still, God is going to be judged, but he'll, he will judge to condemnation or judge to justification. One or the other. For the judgment was by one, by Adam, by sin, by disobedience. That judgment becomes condemnation. But, thank God. Hallelujah. But the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. So even though one sin and many became dead, now there is one act of salvation, if you would, or there is one act, we're going to continue to read this, but I want you to have this vision. There is one act of justification, but that covers many sins. And I don't mean covering by the way the church uses it, your sins are covered, no, my sins are washed. I'm just saying the act covers many sins. Some people think, well, I've been so bad for so many years, I don't really stand a chance. No, this is why the forgiveness of God, where God doesn't respect any person, any nation, any nationality, any color, any language, any, any, any doesn't, whoever is listening to me today, when the world says, you know, the world will classify a certain group and say, well, this, this nation or this color or this language or this neighborhood or this down in the hood or this is where things are, are, are really bad or really the ghetto. You know, we have all these ways of just naming things. And there's people that even write, they see our message on the billboard, they see Jesus Christ in big red letters and they still write to you saying, and what denomination are you? Jesus Christ. I mean, the reason why you have my address or you have my phone number, you're able to write to this ministry is because we're lifting up the name of Jesus Christ. If you're listening to this preaching, I intend to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified and no other name. I mean, begin to get the picture that names and divisions are the devil that is coming. He's against the image of God. He's against the plan of God. He's against what God has put into motion in the beginning was the word. His word has not changed. Even from the beginning, you read this in John chapter Chapter 1, when you get to the second verse, amen, it says that as it was, say amen, the way it was in the beginning, that's the way it is today. And then yet you have people they can't associate, they can't understand, because they are carnal. This is what the Bible teaches us. 
Paul told the church in his day, because you're carnal, you're not receiving. You're not able to receive. You're not receiving from God because you are carnal and God is spiritual. If you go into Romans chapter 8, it says that the carnal mind is enmity with God. It cannot please God, neither indeed can it be. It cannot be found in a place. Your carnality will destroy your relationship, will destroy the attachment, will destroy what you, what God is willing to give you today, the free gift which comes from God. Hallelujah. That's why I said there is no images. There is nothing that's going to remind us of any type of, uh, of use, of any type of carnal aspect to be used to remind us of who God is. God is greater than all these things. Hallelujah. The only thing that you will see, and this is scriptural, is when we spread a table with bread or crackers or whatever you eat, and fruit of the mind was the only two aspects that we use that you can sit there and touch and smell and taste and handle. But it's used in remembrance. Nothing else. But when we set up a tree in December, it reminds us of, no, it doesn't. When you set up a tree, you're doing what the heathen do to remind themselves of their gods. And God says the way the heathen worship their gods, their dead gods, their no gods, because they are, they're, just, they're just gods with a little g. I don't want you to use the same things they use. I don't want you to use those things when it comes to me. This is what God told the people in his day by the prophet Ezekiel and the prophet Jeremiah as well. So when you have people today that they're taking all these things, they see something, oh, that reminds me of God. So when you look at the mountains, when you look at the sun that is risen every morning, when you look at the moon that lights up, that lights up the, night, the, night, uh, the night skies, when you look at all these things, yes, it does remind us of God, but when you read scripture saying this is not, uh, uh, the, these things God has given as a reminder to us, but this is not what makes us godly. What makes us godly is his spirit. It's his spirit in you. It's his spirit in me. This is what makes us have a, 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 a thought and a heart that is unto God. Amen. Psalm chapter 1, the second verse I didn't read. Amen. Blessed is that man. Blessed is that person who doth meditate upon his law day and night. This is where the blessing comes from. But I know people, they don't want anything to do with the law of God. And this is what you have in your hands today when you're reading this Bible. This is what, amen, the Bible teaches us, saying, this, I, Paul says, I don't need to stand up and judge. The word shall judge. Jesus had the same teaching. It's the word of God that will judge. When you begin to read this, you begin to receive the judgment of God and be able to find out if you're on the side of condemnation or if you're on the side of justification. Let's go back to Romans chapter 5. Verse 16, it says, and not as it was, by one that sinned, Adam sinned, so is the gift. Again, these are two very different things, diametrically opposed to one another. Listen, verse 16, halfway through, for the judgment was by one to condemnation, but, now I'm going to finish this verse, the free gift is of many offenses, many sins, many disobediences. Hallelujah. That's where you and I get it, come into the picture. Adam and Eve, they just messed, they only had one commandment. They only had one way, and the devil was able to use that way. The devil couldn't get at them any way else. When you look at Adam and Eve, they had not yet sinned. They were in a place that God had made. God had made them, and then God made a place, and God put them in a place that he had made. And there was Adam and Eve. They were, they had not, they were not sinners. And I don't know how long it took for the devil to figure out his plan, but he said, there's only one way I can get them, and that's if they touch that tree that God told them not to touch. 
There's all kinds of ways today that are being used. Our flesh, you have people describe all kinds of things. Well, after all, we're up, we're just human. We're, these are thoughts. This is the way I was born. This is in my DNA. And you have the devil along with science and along with the secular teaching of our institutions, of our educational institutions. They are dissecting and disseminating the, 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 the way that God has put things together. God's plan and God's way because he is God and there's none other beside him. But he is the creator. Hallelujah. When, I, when you think of these things, when I think of these things anyways, I sit there and I, I sit back and say, no wonder the devil's mad. Hey, mad. You and I being made in his image. He got unmade. Amen. God says, okay, that's it. You're going to crawl. Amen. For your part in bringing this sin into this world, you're going to crawl. You may have dominion. You may be the prince and the power of the air for a little while, but I'll be making a place for you, and you'll be chained. It's eternity. Eternally. Hallelujah. You don't want to be following this fallen angel. Lost his place. Hallelujah. We have a place. Jesus, I've gone to prepare a place for you. Amen. The devil lost his place. We have a place that is being prepared for us. Don't lose your place today. Make sure that your name is written down in glory, that your name is written down in the Lamb's book of life, so that when that book is open, and it's, no, no, please know what that book is called. It's called a book of life. When that book of life is open, enter into the eternal life which God has for us. There is a place that is being made for you and I, and this is possible through his son, Jesus Christ today. Hallelujah. Amen. Justification. Not everybody gets a place. There's no place where there is condemnation in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8 and the first verse says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but who walk after the Spirit. How are you walking today? Amen. You're walking after that. You can't be walking to different directions at the same time. This is the underlying, I mean, I'm, I want to put forth today what Jesus Christ and his Father has done for you and I, but underlying, I mean, the, the underlying current in this teaching is you can't be condemned and justified at the same time. If you have to go to court and you're standing in court with a ticket in your hands, well, officer, I wasn't really keeping the speed limit, but I wasn't really speeding either. It was like either or. I mean, you can throw yourself at the mercy of the court, but you're either, you're either guilty or you're not guilty. Amen. The law is not, amen. The law, there's no ambiguity to the law. The law is not ambiguous when you understand what it says. When you decide, amen, to, to break those laws, then you're going to have to justify the reasons why you did it. And you find out that when the law is the law and the law is, is written as the law it is, and there's no way around it and such, then your justification, you just lost out a little bit or a whole lot. Because all of a sudden your excuses no longer work. Hallelujah. This is why you need Jesus Christ. Amen. The law which was written, the law which was given us to stand before God, making intercession for us. Like I said, when, when you, if you were, I use the illustration of, a, of having a ticket in court or standing before a judge. Usually you have representation. Because there's only so much of the law that you know or you don't know. And there may be laws that you don't know. So you hire a lawyer. And the lawyer will remind that judge what the law is. That's what lawyers are good for. And that's the judge. You, they, you, you're trying to persuade the judge to, 
to produce a judgment in your favor. So you remind him, say, well, judge, when you're thinking about this, when you're about to deliberate, you know, your, your judgment, consider this law, and they'll have, you know, a number and a subsection and a decimal at the bottom of the page somewhere with a footnote. Consider this law. Consider this is what we have today in our hands. Amen. We have what is written unto you and I. And I thank God today that as the Bible teaches us to remind, to read, amen, to be well aware of what thus saith the Lord. I thank God today, praise God, that when we stand before God, his name is Jesus Christ, who's making intercession for you and I, amen, at the right hand of the Father, praise God. Amen. He's not a lawyer with a MD or a BA or a PhD or whatever else. He's not a McGill, McGill graduate or from the um, or from the York, or from uh, the Harvard, amen, before and beyond all these institutions, God was God. So however, whatever we stand with today, it makes no difference to God. I tell people, it doesn't matter if you smoke, or it doesn't matter if the devil can get you to smoke, or if the devil can get you to do drugs, or if the devil can get you to lie, to cheat, or to commit a murder, or to cheat on your taxes, or to cheat on your family. It doesn't really matter to the devil what you do, because sin is sin, and disobedience is disobedience. And then you have people today, they come to God and they say, well, listen, this is what I'm doing or this is what I've done or this is what I am. We looked at this last week where the master, when he came back, aimed to have his kingdom is about to be established. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he came back and he looked at these men that were given the same pound. They, were, they, were, they started equally. They didn't end with the same results, but they started equally with, the, with that result. And you have people today that come to God and they, and they, they with, with their understanding or with their knowledge or with their interpretation would be a better word, I suppose I can say. And um, they, they um, try to convince you and I along, you know, along the way of their understanding. And I've even had you know, people, they, they'll consider, oh, you pastor a church. Where did you graduate? I did not, I didn't, and they find this strange that I didn't graduate or didn't come from an institution. I thank God for the Holy Ghost to begin with, but I, when, when I look at these, when I, when I look at how God establishes the work of his ministry, and I thank God for his, his, uh, the, the Holy Ghost, which leads us and guides us in all understanding and the truth that we have speaking of him, of he who has sent them and not of he himself. It, what makes a difference in our lives is the word of God that is, um, I want to use the word being processed, but that's not quite the right word. Being put to work. We'll put it that way. I mean, the word of God that is being put to work and God is true to his word. Amen. Before, I know that we, we can look at institutions. You can look at the Institute of Gamaliel, where, where Paul was being uh, transformed from an ordinary, uh, ordinary Jew, if you would, um, from the tribe of Beth, Bethlehem, Beth, uh, from the, the tribe of the same tribe that King Saul was from, um, Benjamin, there we go, from the tribe of Benjamin, and he was being transformed from an ordinary uh, birth, if you would, just a, a regular Benjamite, and he was, tra by, in the institution of Gamaliel, he was transformed into a Pharisee, 
And Paul even described him his own, his, within his own accolade. He says, I was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. But he said, in order for me to get to know Jesus Christ uh, and to know him in the power of his resurrection, I had to take whatever education came from these sources, wherever I was, wherever I was sitting at the feet and growing up all these years. He said, I had to take this and I had to throw it out. I had to actually had to flush it down the toilet. He said, I had to count it all but dung. So I don't know what you do with dung, but... Dung in my house gets flushed down the toilet. So that's what you do with dung. You flush it. Amen. And when it's religious dung, flush it twice. I don't mean to be vulgar, but I mean, I'm making a point today. These things, this is what interferes with the heart and mind of the souls of men and women. This is what interferes with what thus saith the Lord. Amen. God, the doctrine of Jesus Christ in all of its simplicity. Amen. Believe it in your heart and confess that name of Jesus Christ and ye shall be saved. That's simple enough. Amen. Don't complicate things. When men implicate themselves, things get complicated. But I thank God when you read his word, the same word which was in the beginning, the same word which we have from the beginning, praise God, today, and we put this word of God to work. As I said, when we process it, when we put it to work, when we work with the word of God and the word of God works with us, it transforms the individual. As I said, God starts with a new heart. Our mind is renewed. Hallelujah. We have a different vision. Our direction has changed. Praise God. We're not heading the wrong way. We're heading the right way. And the right way, his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone say Jesus. Someone say the right way. The way which leadeth unto life. And that's Jesus Christ. Uh, find out what Jesus did for us. One man sinned and he messed up the whole world. Messed up you and I. Amen. But along came Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone say Jesus. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. For if by one man's offense, death reigned. Uh-oh. I came into this world born. It wasn't my mother's fault. She was reading a Bible, and she'd read the Bible to me. But that's just the way. We're all born short of the glory of God. We all come into this world as sinners. And as a sinner, it means you're condemned. Because of your sin. And you need Jesus. And this is because of one man, verse 17. One man's offense, death reigned. Much more, someone say much more. We read much more in verse 15. Now in verse 17, we read much more again. Much more, they which receive, have you received? As many as received him, they have, amen, they have received the power to become the sons of God. Hallelujah. This is John's gospel that we have in the first chapter of the book of John. So as I read verse 17, much more they which receive abundance of grace. You're not born with it. You need to receive it. Marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. This is something that we receive. I didn't come into the world with it, but thank God I have it now. Thank God it's in my hands now. Praise God. If it's not, put it in your hands from this day forward so that you have the truth as it is written, so that you have the truth which is proceeded out of the mouth of God, so that it's in your life and you're applying it to your life and you're putting it to the work. It's going to take you out of condemnation and it's going to allow you to stand in with the justification of the righteousness of God. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? Amen. You don't get this out of religion. Amen. You get this from Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You don't get this from saying a sinner's prayer, which I don't see in the Bible anywhere. Amen. So you can't go through these routines and these rituals that men have set up 
so that they can fast stream or that they can put into motion, get you in and out on time. Amen. That's the way, that's the way church has ended up to be. I'm going to use that word. Just, it's the way, not, maybe not all the churches, but that's the way. Where when we read in Malachi, I don't know if I should go read that again. We're back in the first chapter of Malachi. Uh, let me, a son on earth is father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And in French it says, where is mine honor that is due? D-U-E, amen, that I am worthy. We know the Lord is worthy to be praised. And if I be a master, where is my fear? The understanding that we have when we, when we come to God and being able to serve God is not to put things off in a way where God is... And I mentioned this last week, if you remember what I said when I was listening to preaching this week, I said, There's a, this is a, an interesting point that was being made that where God is not deserving of leftovers. God is not deserving of what, uh, I mean, God is deserving, and we're, this is, I want to bounce off this, this thought as we move forward in Romans chapter 5, because we're going to see exactly what God did for you and I. Exactly what God did along with his son, for you and I. One man sinned and messed us up, but along came Jesus. Hallelujah. This is why when God is saying you're short, there's something a little better you can do going back to Malachi 1. He even asked the question, he says, who's going to shut these doors so I don't get ripped off in your praises, in your offerings? Can you imagine? God is looking at his house and saying, is there somebody that's going to shut these doors so that we can stop, we can put an end to these sacrifices which are not fit, which are not acceptable? Someone say, along came Jesus. Amen. These are the examples that we have today. And I thank God as we put them to work, it's going to make a difference, not only in our lives, but it's going to make a difference when we stand before God. Hallelujah. And people will see a difference. We'll just not be dropping... Amen. Or going through the motions and dropping in and dropping out and coming and going, trying to get to heaven by the skin of our teeth, trying to do the bare minimum just to get through the pearly gates. I know people have that vision, and it's not a good vision. Amen. I thank God today, praise God, that Jesus Christ did everything. Someone say everything. Jesus Christ did everything that needed to be done, that needed to be accomplished for the salvation of my soul. And I'm going to turn around and try to cut corners while the devil is a liar. Amen. I can't turn around and sit there and say, well, I wonder if I can get a discount. Amen. I'm not buying shoes at Walmart. Amen. I'm talking about what Jesus Christ has done. I'm talking about what you and I can do. Last week I mentioned our brother White. Amen. As he would stand and testify, whatever is done for Christ, that's what will last. Hallelujah. Thank God for the remembrance of those words. What? Because of one man's offense, one man's sin, death, I'm in verse 17. Reign by one, much more, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. You're either in death or you're in life. Let me finish this verse. By one, and his name is Jesus Christ. I'm going to get some water, reread that verse, because when I get back, I'm going to read it again. Romans 5, verse 17. 
For if by one man's offense death reigned by one sin, one offense, one man, Jesus came, someone say Jesus came, and much more. When you get into Hebrews, 13 chapters, you have 13 betters, a better covenant, a better sacrifice, a better way. Hallelujah. Amen. Read through. I've, read, I've mentioned this before. Read through. It takes you 45 minutes to read the book of Hebrews. And write down every time you read to get to the word better. It's better with Jesus. Much more. Hallelujah. They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, and his name is Jesus Christ. Therefore, as the, verse 18, therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came. So this sin, this disobedience, judgment was handed down, and it came upon all, each and every one of us. I was born Catholic. I'm going to die Catholic. Well, that's unfortunate. My parents are Baptists. My grandfather was a Baptist. My great-grandfather was a Baptist. I'm going to die a Baptist. Again, that's unfortunate. Marvel not that Jesus said, ye must be born again. That'll take the Baptist right out of you. And whatever other religion, and if no religion, that'll take the atheism right out of you. That'll take the Islam right out of you. Amen. That'll take the Buddha right out of you. That'll take the Ron Hubbard right out of you. Amen. That'll take the Mary Baker, Joseph Eddy, all these people that have come along with a way. They have all kinds of strange ways of looking at things and trying to understand the scriptures. Amen. They knock on your door. Well, you know, the virgin birth, you know, that could possibly mean that maybe God had this relation with Mary. No, get away. Your shirts may be white, but your souls aren't. And this is how their doctrines, when they come along, it's man-made and it's teachings that take apart. This is what the devil is, this is what his intention is with everything that is against this word, the Bible that's in your hands, when the devil uses whatever he can use and whatever he can put a, put, whatever he can get a hold of to destroy what God has said from the beginning. Yea, hath God said. I know what God has said because I've read it. And when I'm not sure, I'll open up my Bible and I'll find the right page and the right place and the right verse and I'll read it again to make sure that God said it. I don't care if the devil comes as an angel of light. If he comes knocking on your door, yea, has God said. I know what he said because my Bible's open and because I'm reading it. At home, you need to have the same response. Yea, has God said. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Jesus turned around, looked at the devil, and he said, it is written. He'd look at the scribes and the Pharisees, as it is written. Amen. Are we to be any different? Is there anything else? Should I come up with my plan? Well, maybe if we know. Why don't we do it like Jesus did? It is written. It is written. Well, if I quote the Bible, it ticks some people off. I don't care if we tick the prime minister off. And I already know he's ticked off. He doesn't like my King James Bible. That doesn't change anything. Because before he was prime minister, this word was. Amen. And now that he's prime minister, this word still is. Amen. And whoever's prime minister tomorrow, this word will be. And his name is Jesus. Read the last page in your Bible. It says, Jesus is the word. 
Hallelujah. It was, it is, and it will always be. This is Jesus Christ, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end and everything in the middle. Amen. I don't know about you, but I need it in the middle because I'm stuck in the middle. Amen. I'm nowhere, I'm nowhere near the beginning, that's for sure. I might be close to the end, but thank God I've got Alpha and Omega with me. I've got Alpha and Omega in me. Amen. I'm, we may be somewhere, on, on this, if you draw, trace a timeline, we may be somewhere in the middle. But thank God I've got Jesus Christ, and he is. Hallelujah. I am the good shepherd. I am the life. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the resurrection. I am the bread. And I'm missing one. Door. I am the door. I think I've got all the I am's. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm not waiting for something. Amen. I'm not sitting at the bus stop waiting for the bus to show up. Jesus has come. He was sent into this world. He came into this world. His own received them not, but thank God, I receive. Amen. I received this word today. I received that it's written. I accept it. I mentioned this last week. Sometimes I may not always agree with it, but I decided I'm going to go along with it. Hallelujah. Do away with the flesh at the same time. Don't ever ask your flesh, flesh, do you agree? Because you know the answer in advance. No, the flesh will not agree with the spirit. They're always against each other. That's why when I look, condemnation, justification, they oppose each other. They are the opposite. And your flesh won't agree. So don't bother asking your flesh, well, flesh, should we go out and have a good time tonight? Sure, why not? Because your flesh has nothing to lose. Think about it. Amen. Your flesh was dust, and to dust it shall return. It's got nothing to lose. It's going to end up in the ground where it came from. It just wants to, it wants to blow out the best way it can for the few years it has, on this, and it's like a vapor. Amen. That's how fleeting life is. It just gets you by. takes you by surprise. And then you realize saying, I don't have much time left. I better get down to it. Praise God. Verse 18, Romans 5. I want to get into the Old Testament before we finish. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment, remember verse 16, there was a judgment made and you were found Guilty. You have been condemned. Upon all men, condemnation. Reading verse 19. 18, sorry. Therefore, as by the offense of one sinner, disobedient person, because he was influenced by Lucifer, the devil, the enemy of your soul, my soul. Therefore, as by the offense of one Judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, his name is, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. So when condemnation is done away with, justification moves in. Justification takes place. Not one and the other, both at the same time. 
You can't be part. As I said, God made a man, God made a woman. He didn't make something in between. Science is trying to do that. But it's not going to, it doesn't matter what they do or what they try, it's not going to happen. Amen. In God's order of things, God made a man and gave him seed. Then God made a woman, gave her eggs. And he says, the two of you, you become one, you get together, be fruitful and multiply. The first commandment that God ever gave any of us. So what do you think the devil does? He tries to think of a way. It took him a while, 7,000 years later. He says, oh, I think I found a way around that. I can get women to identify as men and men to identify as women, and they can think that they can't get pregnant. They don't want to get pregnant. They can have seed, can't have babies, and get the whole thing, and all of a sudden we're all confused. I'm confused. I don't know who I am. Well, you read the Bible, and you find out who you are. You're a sinner, and you need Jesus Christ. You need to get born again. And once you get born again, you begin to have thoughts which are godly thoughts, and you begin to have a mind which is a godly mind, and you begin to seek forth a direction which is the direction that God wants to take you in, or God wants you to be in, which God has provided. God has made provision. God has done so much for you and I just to be at peace. I know who I am in Christ Jesus. I'm a new creature. Amen. Don't be worried about who you are down here on this earth. They were worried about who they're going to be. Well, there was this man, and he had a wife, but he died before he could have children. So the brother took him, and then there was another brother, and then there was another brother, and there was another brother. I pity that woman. But anyways, this seven times over, who's her husband in heaven? Well, Jesus gave her good news. None of them. No male, no female in heaven. But the devil comes along with these notions, and it doesn't come from the word of God. It's an evil spirit that is destroying the family, that is destroying the children and destroying the children's children, that is destroying the very creation of God, the way God created men and women, the way God created you and I. And when I continue reading this afternoon, we're going to find out, by listening to me today, we're going to find out how God looks after his creation. Amen. How God takes care of his creation. This is his creation. But we're not some sort of offspring. The Bible teaches us that God is no respecter of person. He doesn't respect the white more than he respects the black, more than he respects some different language from the different country, from a different person, from a different neighborhood. God doesn't respect in that way. He's not carnal. Our flesh does that, but God's not flesh. God is righteous. For as by one man, that's why. He says, one man sinned, they're all guilty. Condemn. You're all condemnation. But he says, I can send one man. See, one man disobeyed and many sins because of it. But God says, I can send one man who will obey. And even though there's many sins, that one man with that one act of obedience on Calvary brings salvation. Cleanses us from all our sin. Cleanses us from all our disobedience. Cleanses us from all our rebellion. Stiff neck and rebellious people that we are. Verse 19, for as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Verse 19, so by the obedience of one man shall many be made. I don't know if you're reading with me. It's not something that... When I was sitting in church, I don't know if they skipped that verse. But Jesus came into this world, and the Bible says that by one man, many were made, say that word, righteous. Righteous. Say that word at home, righteous. 
righteous. That's a rare word in most religious institutions. But this is what Jesus Christ came to do. This is what my Bible tells me that he came to do. And I believe that Jesus Christ did it. Amen. He brought me out of darkness over into his marvelous light. This is where I am today. Jesus didn't come in vain. Jesus didn't come for nothing. Jesus didn't waste his time on this earth. Jesus was able to accomplish what he accomplished. And I thank God today that his work still stands true for you and I today. Can someone thank Jesus? Can someone, amen, do something, amen, to give God the praise and the glory? For what Jesus has done for you and I. Amen. Hallelujah. At home, I trust you're rejoicing as well. Rejoice in the Lord. Well, he didn't really die. There's ways, you know, the disciples could have had. You're a liar like your father is a liar. Amen. If he, didn't really, if he didn't really die, then he's not really the resurrection. And if he didn't really die, that means he didn't really resurrect. That means I've got no hope and no chance when I hit the grave. So I'm just wasting my time. And I would be of men most miserable, but I'm not miserable today. Sorry, I may sound like I'm miserable with him. Just been yelling for a half hour, but I'm not miserable. I'm trying to get a point across that Jesus Christ and him crucified makes a difference in our lives. Amen. It's not your fault you were born on the wrong side of the tracks. Whatever excuses. We have all kinds of terms. Well, I had no father. My dad took off. My mother left me when I was this high or tall. I didn't have, I was born. We have all kinds. I'm, that, that's the cause of sin. It's not your fault. It's the cause of sin. It's Adam's fault. Make sure you, I won't say it. It's Adam's fault. Just put it, I'll leave it at that. But there is a way out for you. You can get out of this mess. You can come out of this nonsense. And his name is Jesus. Out of condemnation, out of darkness, over into his marvelous light. Out of condemnation, into justification. Hallelujah. Where you can be able, you'll stand before God. And you won't have the judgment of condemnation upon you. Hallelujah. There'll be judgment. You need Jesus. Someone say, I need Jesus. So by the obedience of one, the second half, verse 19, Romans 5, shall many be made righteous. Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 53. Share this link. Help me preach. Isaiah chapter 53, I'm going to begin reading from the 10th verse. If you're just joining with us, or I've seen your name, I trust you're still with us. Praise God. Good to see you, my brother Jeff, my sister Tanya. Amen. Hallelujah. Sister Kylie. Christina Marie. Amen. Praise God. Good to see you and Tyler. Hallelujah. You got some other family listening today. All that extended family praying for you all. Praise God. Amen. Baby boy, been a while. Thank God you're back. Hallelujah. Trust you have your Bible. Isaiah chapter 53. Verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord. 
talking about sacrifice. I'm talking about how to get out of condemnation over into justification. And read this carefully with me, Isaiah 53 and the 10th verse. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord, this this is reiterated a second time, Yet it pleased the Lord. I'm still in that same verse, verse 10. And the pleasure of the Lord, God's pleasure. Before I continue, why was God doing this? My sister just put up her hand. You know the answer because you were here in French. God wasn't doing this to make his life better. Amen. God was doing this to make your life better. And it pleased the Lord to make, I'll quote from the Hebrews, a better way. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Father in heaven. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Someone say, for me. For me, for me. We sing that song sometimes. I know it was the blood. For me, for me, for me. Blood that was shed on Calvary. For me, for me, for me. The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see, verse 11, he shall see the travail of his soul. Just back up two lines. His soul is an offering of sin. And that took quite a bit of work. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be Satisfied. We looked at the travail of that unprofitable servant, and he said, oh, yeah, here, and he takes a napkin. He unwraps a napkin. He goes, hey, here's your pound back. Well, there was no travail. There was no work. There was nothing wrought. There was no profit. And he wasn't happy. He said, you should have taken my pound. Listen to last week's teaching. I don't want to repeat myself, but you should have taken my pound upon my return and put it it in the bank that it might have gained a little bit of interest. Now, God is looking. Thank you, my brother. Now, God is looking at his servant. I'll go back to verse 10. His soul, an offering for sin. Did God have sin? No. Did Jesus have sin? No. Did the Holy Ghost have sin? I may as well include the whole Godhead. No. Who had sin? 
I did. So when there had to be, and I think God, amen, wanted to put an end to judgment of condemnation. The devil showing up and just taking everything over, captive as they were, except for a couple. Moses, whose body was hid. Enoch, Elijah. They somehow didn't make that, make it into captivity. But everybody else did. God says, I, I got I to make a way that will be a way out. He shall see the travail of his soul, which was an offering for sin. They weren't playing games. An offering for sin, the travail of his soul. I want you to connect those two lines. Verse 10, verse 11. And shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify. There's the justification. Many. Verse 11. For he shall bear their iniquities. Some would say, thank you, Jesus. Amen? What did Jesus do? And look at how verse 10 starts. Yet it please. If you read, if you back up, you can read the, first, the previous nine verses, if you would. This week, mark it down so that you read the whole chapter 53, Isaiah, and you read it a few times. We're just jumping in. I'm jumping in verse 10. I'm not taking anything out of context. He was bruised for mine iniquities, wounded for my transgressions. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And by his stripes, I am healed. That's what you're going to read a little earlier in this chapter. And it pleased God. This sacrifice was given unto God, was made unto God, and it pleased him. It was acceptable, accepted by God. And God knowing the results, see the result of condemnation is hell, eternity lost. But the results of the justification or the right being made righteous so the last it will say all kinds of things it will say all kinds of do's and don'ts and the flesh will do its best to try to handle it but it can't the Bible says you can't do it God says you can't do it you need my son Jesus Christ and then you'll be able to stand before me and despite what the law may have said, may have been written, you can be judged as justified. You will not be condemned. Why? Because in Christ Jesus, there is therefore now, we've read the scripture. I should have started maybe in Romans chapter 8 in the first verse. There is therefore now no condemnation in Christ. Well, I'm happy in my church. Well, I feel sorry for you. You need to be in Christ. I'm happy with my religion, my mother's religion. Again, in Christ. Because Jesus did something. It's not your religion that did anything for you. 
That's why today I'm not giving you any shape or form religion. I'm giving you life. It's Jesus Christ. You need to take on Jesus. You need to take him. You need to receive Jesus Christ in your life. That's the only way. That's, that's the only thing that's going to change your life, your thoughts, your ways. That's the only thing that's going to change your direction into the pit of hell to a place that Jesus Christ has gone to prepare. Don't lose out. Don't lose your place. Because look at what Jesus did. For you. Someone say for me. Look what God set up. Well, son, take off that crown of many jewels and gold that you may have. Get up off the throne, sitting right beside me, throne of glory. Walk around that earth for a little while. Don't expect a good time because they're going to spit at you. Prophecy was prophecy. Jesus knew what he was getting into before he showed up. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? He said, they're going to mess you up. You're going to come with good news and glad tidings, and they're not going to want it. When it comes time for them to choose between you and a murderer, they're going to choose the murderer. Not everybody, but the majority. Jesus knew what was coming, and so did the Father. But they did this for you and for me. Thank you, Jesus. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. At home, say, thank you, Jesus. This is not religion. Like I said, this is not pictures. This is not images. This is not the trailer. I'm not setting up some kind of a movie or something that, uh-uh. This is, this is when you walk in the Spirit, this is the way I see it anyhow. I'm just sharing my vision with you a little bit of how, how I read these scriptures. Verse 12, it says, Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. Verse 10, his soul an offering for sin. Verse 11, the travail of his soul. Verse 12, Isaiah 53, he poured out his soul unto death. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Because of my sin. That's why he was forsaken. Let me finish verse 12. I'm going to pray in a few minutes. Verse 12 says, And he was numbered with the transgressors. He was not a transgressor, but he was numbered with the transgressors. And he bare the sin. We read that word a second time. For he shall bear their iniquities. That's what's prophesied, what took place. And he bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. This is who Jesus became 
when he was on this earth. This is what Jesus, or the sacrifice that had to be made for the remission of my sins, for the remission of our sins, for the remission of your sins. And yet, this is Isaiah. Like I said, we read through Malachi. We kind of started in the New Testament. and We can move forward a few years from the book of Isaiah into the book of Malachi. And God's saying, am I not a father? Am I not a master? Am I not the creator? What are you doing to honor me? What are you doing to glorify my name? What are you doing that will show forth the praises of a chosen generation? Amen. Show forth the praises of a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. Peter outlined who we are in Christ Jesus. And that's the only way we can serve God. Hallelujah. The Bible teaches us, amen, that we are on this earth. Within his reign, we are kings and priests. Kings with a small k. When a king tried to do what the priest was supposed to do, I'm talking Old Testament, he messed himself up and he cut himself off from God by the name of Saul. And his children didn't, didn't work out for Jonathan either. Because the king tried to do what the priest was supposed to do. The priest couldn't do what the king was, was set up to do either. But in Christ Jesus, it's a different reign. We're not Old Testament anymore. Through Christ, in Christ, we are kings and we are priests. Hallelujah. This is the order of Melchizedek. When you read in the book of Hebrews. Amen. And Jesus was able to fulfill those two offices. Because no Levite could do that. But Levite was a priest. A Levite wasn't a king. Amen. The kings were kings. They weren't priests. And somehow... Those two roles, would, they'd get mixed up. You'd have faithful Levites and you'd have a messed up king. Country was in trouble. I'm still talking about the Old Testament. I thought you were talking about Canada. Well, kind of am, but here we are. The Old Testament is our examples. If Canada was to take the Old Testament as an example, well, we wouldn't be messed up the way we are now. So Jesus had to come. God, amen, did away with this whole complication of the Mosaic law. 611 laws plus the Ten Commandments. Or 613, is it? You know, ask my Jewish friends. There's a whole lot. few over 600. God was able to establish one, this is what we're reading, one man after the order of Melchizedek. He was a priest. He was the king of his tribe, if you would. And he was able to receive the tithes and the offerings of a servant of God by the name of Abraham. And today, after the order, after the same order, we have Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. And look what he did. And it pleased the Lord to bruise him. And it pleased the Lord that he hath put him to grief. When you shall make his soul an offering for sin. I want to read one last verse. I'm going to get ready to pray. That this vision will not be lost within your mind, within your thoughts, within the way you serve God. Hebrews chapter 2. I'm going to read one verse in the book of Hebrews. And then we pray. We're going to thank God. If there's someone making a decision today, right now, you're saying, this is the life that I want. Then I'll pray for you and I'll pray with you that the choice you make to be the best decision that you've ever made in your life. And you can make that decision because of Jesus. Don't pay any attention to what anybody's telling you. They'll have all kinds of excuses. The devil will be there pushing all kinds of buttons and saying all kinds of things with all kinds of excuses. But I want you to see Jesus by faith. These are words of faith. And I want you to see Jesus just how I've been talking about him for the past hour and him crucified. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 9, he says, but we see Jesus. I trust today I was able to give you a very biblical, I don't like to use the carnal word picture, but description either, but of Jesus. So that you may see him not based on Hollywood, not based on your Sunday school coloring books, not based on the pictures on your walls. You see Jesus kind of the way Peter saw Jesus. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Oh, Peter, flesh and blood has not given you this revelation. He says, this comes from God. That's the revelation you and I need. We need a godly revelation. We need to receive the word of God from God. Nobody messing it up in the middle with their ideas and with their thoughts. With their condemnations getting in the way. But we see Jesus. Hebrews 2 verse 9. He was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. His soul became an offering for sin. For the suffering of death. But now we see Jesus crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. One man, every man that, and every woman that is all sinners, all of us, all born in sin, all sin, we needed our Savior, Jesus Christ. One man came to do it. One man messed us up, 
But thank God, God sent the second man, Adam, Jesus Christ, and Jesus came. And now we see Jesus for what he has done. We see Jesus for what he has accomplished. And I thank God today it's going to allow us to make a decision that's going to be a godly decision. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. I want you to start thinking about that godly decision you're going to make. Not time to get up. It's not time to go to the bathroom. It's not time to put supper on the table. It's time to get your soul saved. So listen, nobody moves. Listen. Because Jesus, when you look at what Jesus did, we cannot take this lightly. The writer in Hebrew says, you know what they do? They trample afresh the blood. Can't be doing that. Can't be doing that. They crucify him again over and over again afresh. There's religions that do that. Here in Quebec, if you understand Roman Catholicism or if you understand the, the, the way they, they, they take a piece of bread and they call it the transubstantiation. They convert that piece of bread into, oh, that's the flesh of Jesus Christ. And they do some hocus pocus and they do their thing and they say, oh, that, and they start, oh, great, we're going to drink blood right now. I thank God for the testimony of a woman here from Quebec. I think this is from Charles Chenequay when I read the book when I was young. She begins to read the Bible, begins to understand what truly, who Jesus Christ truly is. He's also that priest. None of her family was saved. She brings the priest over. She says, here's the bread, here's the wine. We're going to have some communion. The priest does his thing, prays. You ever read this? Charles Chenequay priest does his thing, prays. She goes, now what do you just do? Well, she said, this blood is the, the flesh of Christ, and this, this wine is now the blood of Christ. Are you sure? Oh, absolutely. So whatever you said and did, you're sure. Whatever, what, that wine that was in the glass, it's now the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, absolutely it is. That's the way, that's, that's, the priest was sure. It was sold out. She says, well, just before you drink, the cup was in his hand. She goes, just before you drink that wine, she says, I put a little bit of rat poison in there. But since it's no longer since it's now the blood of Jesus Christ, go ahead and drink it. The priest put the cup down, got up, and he walked out. And she was able to bring salvation to her family because she discredited, she invalidated the religious ways of men and women on the face of this earth. I want you to see Jesus for who he is right now. The I am. The way. The I am. The truth. The I am the life. The I am the door. The I am the good shepherd. The I am the bread of life from heaven. Amen. The I am the resurrection. Because this is what is, this is where we're heading for. Amen. This is where our flesh, amen. It is designated, it is given unto men and women to live once and to die once. And after that is the judgment. Is your judgment going to be a judgment unto condemnation, unto death? Or is it going to be a judgment of justification unto life? Jesus makes a difference. Jesus brings justification. Jesus eradicates, does away with the condemnation, and moves us over into justification. Two minutes, I'm going to pray. You want this in your life? Now's the time to call upon Jesus. Now that you know who he is, what he has done for you, amen. Today is the day. Hallelujah. And don't give in and don't give up. If you're listening to me, 
Because you're usually listening to me, and you wrote me this week saying, I give up. And you're going to let the cigarette have, and you know, who I'm, you know who I'm specifically speaking to. You're going to let that stick that's this long control your life because you can't stop. Deliverance is yours today through Jesus Christ. That's what you need. You don't have to sit there and start, stop blaming everybody else. That sister that brought you to the Lord, she's not burning in hell. I read what you sent me. She's not burning in hell. She brought you the news. She brought you good news. She brought you the truth. She brought you Jesus Christ. Don't condemn her. He that has without sin, let you judge when you get rid of your sin. Right now you got nothing to say, but Jesus Christ, have mercy upon my soul. I'm a sinner. I need to be saved right now. And I trust you're listening to me because the filth that comes across my phone while I'm preaching Jesus Christ is what you need. I'm talking, to, I'm talking to one particular person and anybody else. If you're listening to me, now's the, now's the time. Salvation is today. Amen. And it's Jesus Christ. Stop blaming. This is what the, we're living in a day and age where everybody gets blamed. Great granddad was a slave owner. It's all his fault. The earth is messed up because my parents drank through too many plastic straws. It's all their fault because they went shopping with plastic bags. Well, if you're going to blame anybody, blame the devil from this day on. You may as well blame. The Bible says give honor where honor is due. Blame the person who's responsible. It's sin. We read it. One man sinned because of his influence by Lucifer. It's the devil's fault. Nobody else's fault. It's the devil's fault. I'm going to pray one minute. We're going to do away with this, with this line of thinking. We're going to get rid of the devil, and then it's going to be your responsibility. It's going to be up to you. And it's possible because of what Jesus Christ has done. I'll read it again. I said I was going to pray in 30 seconds. Give me an extra 30 seconds. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. There it is for you, my brother and my sister, right now. Your sin can be forgiven, will be forgiven, believe it in your heart, and confess Jesus Christ right now. My Father in heaven, Lord, I thank God for this message which we have received today. Lord, I come before you. I bow my head. I bow my heart. Bow my knees. We worship you for what you have done, for what you said, for everything that was accomplished, for what you have provided for our souls. Jesus Christ, Redeemer. Jesus Christ, intercessor at the right hand at your right hand lord i thank god for your son had he not come we'd be still we'd be messed up more than ever had jesus not come we'd be dead not just dead in sins and trespasses we'd be dead we'd be overdosed we'd be incarcerated we'd be messed up we would not be where we are today but thank god for your son jesus christ Lord, I want everybody, every one of us within the sound of my voice to have this vision today. Who Jesus is and what, was a, what it took to get me out of my sin. What it took that condemnation would no longer reign in my life unto death. But justification through Jesus Christ our Lord because of your abundant grace that we can have today. The victory over sin the victory over the grave, the victory over sickness, 
Because it all comes together with the devil, with the father of lies. All comes the curse of sin. Curse after curse after curse after curse. But today, I thank God for the blessing which belongs to your servants, to your daughters, to your sons of God today. Lord, I pray for everybody listening today within the sound of my voice. We choose Jesus Christ. We're not going to choose the cigarette. We're not going to choose some false doctrine. We're not going to choose whatever darkness, whatever is being offered up in this world today. I don't care if it's new. I don't care if it's the oldest thing and it's the oldest trick the devil has or the newest trick up his sleeve. We don't want it. We resist the devil and we're going to flee. Back off from these the households of my brothers and sisters, away from our children and away from our children's children. I thank God for the life which we have today, which is given us, and we go forth from this day forward in newness of life. Every step that we take is ordered of the Lord, and we're going to walk in newness of life. While there is light, we're going to walk in the light. And that light is going to keep us moving in the light. It's going to keep us going in the light. It's not, the light doesn't take us into darkness. Light takes us out of darkness. Light keeps us out of darkness. Lord, I thank God for the light of the world, which is Jesus Christ, your son that you sent today. And him and us, him and my brother, him and my sister, Jesus Christ in us, not only is that the hope of glory, but it's light. I am the light of the world. There's an I am that I forgot. Lord, there's an I am. If there's one more, bring it to my heart, Holy Ghost. I am the light of this world. Lord, I thank God, hallelujah, for everything that Jesus is. And I thank God today that we can see him, consider him, acknowledge, and be thankful for what Jesus Christ has done. Hallelujah. I give you all the praise and the glory, Lord. I thank God for these scriptures that has been written. I thank God for these verses that it's there before our eyes. We're going to open the Bible. We're going to turn some pages. We're going to stop. We're going to read. We're going to turn some more pages. We're going to read some more. We're going to fall in love with the Word of God. If somebody is asking for forgiveness, forgive them, Lord, as you said. As far as the East is from the West, it doesn't matter what they've done. I thank God that it is your pleasure. It is not, you, it is not your will that any of us should perish. Lord, I thank God today you're not slack concerning your promise. You gave Jesus Christ. You gave life. You gave salvation unto us. All we need to do is accept it and receive it. And I pray right now, there's not one single person listening to me refusing, but we are receiving, we are accepting Jesus Christ as Lord, as Savior in our lives. That's my prayer, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. I thank God. Debo, get your hands off my family. Get your hands off my children. Pray with me. Get your hands off. Amen. My husband, get your hands off my wife. Get your hands off me. Some of you need to pray this person. Get your devil, get your hands off me. I'm through with you. I'm done with your nonsense. I'm done with your sin. I'm done with your condemnation. For there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh. Lord, I thank God today the direction, the walking that we are going to do. We are going to be walking after your spirit. Thank God for the Holy Ghost which leads us and guides us. I thank God that each and every one of us be filled with the Holy Ghost today, Lord. That we may be able to go forth, praise God. Not only in our prayers, our fastings, our supplications, and our thanksgiving today. But I thank God today that there is nothing. Amen. There is nothing from the darkness of this world that will divide, that will devour, that will destroy us. In the name of Jesus, the devil is a liar. And all of his demon spirits, devilish spirits with him. In Jesus' name, praise God. Lord, I thank God for everybody listening. 
today, amen, our guests, our visitors, my brothers and sisters that have not missed, amen, a Sunday from this day forward, Lord, I thank God, Lord, as we go forth from this day forward, amen, souls that will be added to the kingdom of God, souls that will be a blessing from this day forth as servants, profitable, praise God, amen, whatever we have in our hands, Lord, the earth is, the earth is yours and the fullness thereof, so whatever in our hands, we're going to put it to work, and I thank God, praise God, amen, it brings profit to the kingdom of God. Soul saved to the kingdom of God. Lord, I thank God for your word. Those coming to Christ today, may they fall in love with every word which proceedeth out of your mouth. In Jesus' name, they're not going to end up, amen, twice dead. They're not going to end up in the hands of some false religion or some false doctrine, Lord. Maybe they, may they be found in the Father's hands. Lord, this is my prayer in Jesus' name that they be found in your hands today. I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen. If you made a decision today, I want you to know it's said and done. Your flesh may try to convince you otherwise. People may try to convince you otherwise. But I thank God today, praise God, that what you have received, receiving Jesus Christ, you've received life, you've received truth, you've received the, the, not, the, the way, the, not only the way, but the direction, amen, so that you know what that way is. And I thank God today, praise God, it doesn't get any better than that. Jesus Christ is the best, amen. God made a way for us. It is a better way, the new covenant under the New Testament. It's a better way that we have, and his name is Jesus Christ. I want you to be aware of that. I know most of us were. I pray God by faith that our understanding is a little deeper. Our zeal is a little more fervent. Our courage, we have more courage. Praise God. We're going to be more serious. We're going to be more responsible. We're going to be more uh, spiritual. Praise God. That, there, that summarizes what I'm trying to say. We're going to be more spiritual until Jesus comes because we know what it took. We know what God did for you and I. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. That we may be pleasing in his sight. It, it pleased God to do this. He did it once. He's not doing it a second time. It's there for you today. Choose Jesus Christ. Receive him as many as received him. To them he gave power to become the sons of God. There, there's where, that's where it is. The gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation. I thank you so much for listening today. Listen to this preaching over and over again. There's other teachings as well. There's going to be links in the um, comment section so that you can be have these scriptures, have the anointed preaching of the Word of God in your life continually. Praise God. Just as the Word of God needs to be in our lives continually. My name is Lincoln. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. And for the, the, your time and your patience that, you've, that, we've, that we've spent together in the Word of God. And I thank God. Praise God. It makes a difference. Thank you so much for your comments. It means so much when I read them, when I come home later on tonight and I read your comments one by one, and I look at the names and look at who's commenting. It's a blessing to me knowing it, it honors God, but it blesses me. It glorifies God, but it blesses me. And I thank you so much for that. So I love you. My name is Lincoln. Until the next time, be blessed. Praise God. Amen. Out of condemnation into justification by the righteousness of God, by Christ Jesus. Thank God for his son that he sent. Amen. Praise God. Until next time, be blessed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth. That's the Truth.